Iowa Theme Park Podcast number four, Generations. It's time for the Iowa Theme Park Podcast with your hosts, Nick McMahon and Jack Salisbury. In this episode, we will discuss four different generations of park guests. Welcome to the Iowa Theme Park Podcast. I'm Nick McMahon. And I'm Jack Salisbury. Today, we're going to talk about four generations of theme park guests at Adventureland. We have a few guests with us today. Mike McMahon, my son. Hello. And Hal Salisbury, my dad. Hello. We also have Eden Mullen joining us as well. Hello. So um, I'll go ahead and start. Basically, the goal of today's podcast is to chat about growing up at the park, things like that. You know, I grew up going to the park in the 90s. A lot of things that I remember. I remember the classic log ride. I remember Space Shop being installed. You know, it was also the first roller coaster I ever rode was a Super Screamer, and I fell in love. I was so scared of it when I first started, and I just I fell in love with it after riding it the first time and got the guts to try the dragon, and I was hooked ever since. It was the first looping roller coaster I ever rode in my life, and I've been hooked ever since, you know. And I just remember going to the park, staying there all day long, it would get dark and the lights would be fantastic like they are today. They're better today than they ever were uh, just because of all the changes in technology with LED lighting and things like that. Well, my dad is nearing dinosaur age. So he was there when the park was opened. Do you want to talk about that a little? Oh, yeah, it was. I, I can't remember for sure if it was the first year they were open, they went. But I know for sure that the second full season they were open. My, my parents took us a couple times, and, and the big thing then was you paid one price to ride all the rides all day long. It, up until then, if you went to a carnival or something, you paid for each ride you went on, and so this was just a whole new concept. One price, and you could ride as many times as you want all day long. Amazing thing about that is, is it's still that way today, you know, well, and that's like, that's just so common now. It's kind of hard to think. I mean, so Mall of America, you pay for individual rides and at like carnivals, of course. But other than that, I can't think of any permanent theme parks just off the top of my head that charge per ride. It's all one price for everything. Not that, not that Adventureland like pioneered that or anything, um, but it was definitely just shocking to see at that time. So, Hal, what are some of the things you remember growing up at the park? Obviously, Tornado was one of the first major attractions at the park. Do you have any real fond memories of the park growing up there? Well, I remember the, the roller coaster that was where the Ferris wheel is now. Der Flitzer. Der Flitzer. And that was so fun because the cars, when you go down, the, the trains would go behind the scenes. There was a, if you've seen pictures of it, there's like a city or a mountainscape there and the cars would go back behind it and come out a different place in the scene. I remember going in there, there was no lap bars or anything or seat belts. You would just sit in the car and away you would go. And same thing on the tornado. There's no seat belts. You sat down and a bar came down and off you went. But 
it was just so thrilling as a, a kid to go on those rides and we get off and just run around and get right back in, in line again. We just go over and over again and being able to drive cars by yourself, even though it was on a track, you know, they had the cars that you could drive. That was a big thrill that you were driving a, an automobile by yourself. And the bumper cars were always a favorite. My brothers and I, we'd get in there and we would just smash into each other or we'd gang up on someone else in the car, someone else on the ride. And, and we would try and spin them around. And man, we just had hours and hours of fun going there. So uh, we're kind of neglecting our other guest, Eden. What was it like for you to uh, grow up at the park? Obviously, you're not quite as old as my dad or Nick. Uh, so just in the short time that you've had at the park, what, it's been, what has it been like for you? I am uh, was born in the early 2000s and grew up next door to the park. I can see it from my bedroom window and haven't moved away since. I remember when I was a kid, it was once every year. We would go to Adventureland for one day in the summer and just have a complete blast. We do the water park back before um, Adventure Bay opened when it was just Kokomo Cove. That was always half the day. And then you spend the next half of the day in the park drying off. I was going up during Adventureland's coastal drought where the last coaster they made was in 1990 for Dragon. I was always terrified of the thing. That's that's pretty similar uh, to me growing up at the park. It was every year we get one day to go with probably just my dad and my mom and my brother or whatever. Uh, and we would spend half the day at the water park, half the day at the dry park. And up until just six or seven years ago, I was absolutely terrified of coasters. And once I became an enthusiast, uh, it took a lot of convincing, but we got season passes, just my dad and I. Uh, so we we go like once a week, maybe twice a week, whatever. And eventually, towards the end of the year, I finally worked up the courage to ride Tornado. And after that, it just kind of spiraled into just riding everything and loving everything. Yeah, I feel the same way. Uh, Mike, you know, let's let's talk a little bit about, you know, you've only been going to the park three years now. Um, tell us about maybe your first visit to the park, what you thought, because you'd never been to a theme park really before. Tell us, Tell us what your thoughts are and experiences are. Yeah, I like the experience, especially I had to work up the courage for the monster. And when I wrote it for the first time, I was kind of scared, but then I kind of wrote it and I kind of liked it. I really liked it. It was fun. And when the first time I went there, um, I was kind of scared of all the rides, but then I wrote some of them and I liked them also. Yeah, so, you know, that, that reminds me, I remember the first time we wrote the monster, you're you're like, man, that really put a lot of butterflies in my stomach. And you didn't ride it for uh, at least one more season. And then this year you wanted to ride it again and you just fell in love with it again, which is really, um, that's what it's all about. You know, it's about those thrills and, and everything. I, I, th I think that everybody here can agree that probably Monster is a favorite among most park goers and enthusiasts here. It's definitely a unique coaster and a lot of fun to ride. It was unique to uh, the United States up until a few years ago. Yeah, and it just has that stellar lighting package too. Uh, you know, it's one of my favorite aspects of it. You know, so one of the other memories I have of going there is the different shows that they would have. And the Palace Theater, they would have 
every year different shows come in and remember like the Chinese acrobats that would put on a show in there. The magic show, Ben Yulin watching his show and the duds and suds with the stage would come up out of the ground. You know, some of those are still there, but uh, that was always part of the day is, is sitting down to cool off and, and watching those shows. And another thing my parents would always do, we'd pack a big cooler, you know, so in the afternoon and everybody was hungry, we'd go out to the parking lot and find a nice tree and throw a blanket down and have sandwiches and just sit and cool off and refresh. And we'd go back in and ride until they kicked us out. We were always the last ones out of the park. They had to kick us out. We were just had a great time there. When once we got season passes, it probably took us ooh, a season, maybe two seasons before we spent a single dollar on theme park food because we always had to bring our own sandwiches. Yeah, you know, we obviously we travel, we travel from Omaha to the park, so we tend to eat at the park. Rarely do we ever actually leave the park and go get something to eat and come back. We just tend to like to spend the whole day there. But, you know, as season pass holders now, we sometimes we'll just, you know, we'll come up for a weekend visit. We might we might come up just for a day visit or we might come up for a weekend visit. When we come up for a weekend visit, we'll go one full day. And then the next day we might stop by and ride a couple rides before we head out of town. You know, it's one of the nice things about having a season pass is you can come and go as you please. And, you know, when we talk about the water park, you know, that really wasn't there when i was growing up as a kid now we do visit the water park and it's that's a lot of fun it's really grown a lot from what it was when i was a kid anything else eden i liked how you talked about you know the different foods that you would usually take in from away when you were coming in from far away uh, whether or not you ate at the park or not because um i did i went the route that most people take here in central iowa as their first job being adventureland I remember sitting in Gary Potter Cooper's office back when he was head of HR and uh, got put in front gate. One of the big rules in front gate when you're checking bags is you cannot bring in food. Uh, people would always ask, where, where should we eat? Should we eat in the park? Should we eat somewhere else? And we always had to explain, well, there's plenty of food options here. And then we point towards McDonald's across the street and there's plenty of food options over there. Growing up by Adventureland really does put Adventureland on your map. Um, when I first got uh, employed there i spent every day there every including my off days um i would work underneath child labor laws so like nine to four o'clock every day it really wasn't that much felt like a school day to me 15 year old me after i would leave for uh leave from work i'd bring in my uh clothes that i bought for the day normal street clothes and would go into the park for the rest of the day as a guest um, and as an employee you get on free on weekdays and then on saturdays i'd have my rest day Unless I worked that day, which was quite usual. Uh, it wasn't until I was 16 where I got promoted to manager for the 2020 season, assistant manager of the parking lot in front gate. And I started working a lot more. 16-hour shifts, six days a week was quite usual. Uh, and although the hours were quite long, uh, the paychecks more than made up for it. So now I, I think that I have a really nice background view of what goes on in the park and really helps me appreciate the park for what it is from more than just a guest standpoint, but also an employee standpoint, um, seeing how it works behind the scenes, what what goes into the hard work that the park has really shown 
for guests. Yeah, you know the the spark the park is really a it's a special place. It's always been a special place to me. There were several years that we didn't go just for you know busy in our lives, and we started going again. You know, back in 2018, and it's just really grown from there for us. And it does hold a special place in my heart. Always will. You know, now with our new owners operating the park. Um, I hope they keep the same vibes that we're all used to in the park because that's what makes this park what it is. Um, it's always been a special place to me, always will be. So, you know, one of the things I've enjoyed since I've been going there when I was a kid, the goal was to ride as many rides as you can in a day. You know, we just run from ride to ride. And every year seeing the new, um, rides they would put in or the new areas they would develop and just watching it grow over the years has been a lot of fun but now that I'm older one of the things that I enjoy is getting to know the people that work there um, Billy Martin the circus act that my middle son he was really interested in the circus that was his favorite part of going to Adventureland and so we went to two sometimes three shows a day when him and I would go down there and so we got to know Mr. Martin on more of a personal level. And we would run into him a few times, like at the state fair. And, and he was he's such a nice guy. He, him and his wife, Angela, they'd stop and they'd talk with us. And not about eventually, but just things going on in their life. So we got to know him more, you know, on a personal level. But then I, I like talking to the people that, like Eden, the kids that work there and find out just talking to them and, and what their plans are if they're going to school after high school or the college students that are there and the international kids that they have there, the different countries they come from, and then the work campers. You know, I, I like to talk to them. You know, some of them come back every year and uh, you get to know them and uh, talk to them throughout the summer and they get to know you and recognize faces. But all the workers there are just so pleasant and such a good mood. They're always good to, nice. They take the time to talk to you. And doesn't matter how busy the park is, you know, if you're in line, they'll, they'll talk to you. You know, they're, they're not, that's the feel the park has. It's more of a family park where you get to know the people working there instead of just herd, herding people through the rides. I, I 100% agree. They're, it's, they're personable and, and, you know, and I think that speaks to the Krantz family. They, I, I constantly hear how well they took care of their employees. And I think that gives those employees the motivation to really love their jobs because they worked for a fantastic company and they work for a place that values them, you know. Yeah, and, and talking to employees, that, that's what they always said, how well the management and the Kranz family treated them. That's a, a consistent theme I heard talking to, to everyone there. It was a really nice uh, surprise when I first worked there, seeing how well management uh, helped you out with your job. It wasn't just you on your own, have fun. We'll give you a paycheck if you do the work. They were actively very good at, you know, helping their employees do what they need to do, training their employees to do what they need to do. It was very pleasant as your first job, getting to know how the workforce worked and especially the work campers, talking to the work campers had, uh, they always had incredible stories to tell 
Uh, these are people who have traveled the country for their work and would still settle in the summer months at Adventureland. And it's just incredible to talk to these people with their stories that they have. I've had a woman in guest information who would always work in that one area. And I absolutely love talking to her because she had spent her life in Mexico and Texas, all these other states, but would always end up back in Adventureland for the summer months, selling strollers and taking guest complaints. But she was, it made me happy to work with her because it, it was just fun to listen to. You would want to talk to these people because of their experiences and their stories that they had to tell. Of course, I have stories to tell from my years of working at Adventureland, but they don't even stack up to how these uh, work campers and other experiences that they have had. That's great. Well, uh, does anybody else have anything they want to talk about? Mike? Nope. Jack? I got nothing. Okay. Well, thank you again, everyone, for tuning in to the fourth episode of the Iowa Theme Park Podcast. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, Iowa Theme Park Enthusiasts. Be sure to check out our Twitter feed and follow our podcast on Spotify. Thank you for tuning in to the Iowa Theme Park Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube for updates on future episodes about Iowa's theme parks. Comment and let us know what you would like to hear on future episodes.